Hey everybody, this is Matt Hardman with the Race Nerd Podcast right here on CKCC Radio. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Um, Hopefully you are enjoying this show, and if you're checking out this show for the first time, definitely check out the... um, the content that CKCC Radio puts out each and every week from this show to the nerd table to uh, motivational moves. There's a whole plethora of programming out there. I, I seriously suggest checking it out because um, they they are a lot of fun. Um, my tip, if you're a pro wrestling fan, definitely give... The A Show with uh, Matt Durline and Chris Decker, a checkout. Uh, it is extremely hilarious. Um, I, I think it. I think it's one of the best shows on the network. It certainly is easily one of the the shows that I belly laugh the most, um, and I listen to it more. I listen to that in the Nerd Table more than any other podcast. Uh, no slight to the other shows on the network because I listen to all those too, but those are those are two that definitely have replay value uh, on my long nights um, during my work week. So, anyway, before I get any further, we will not be doing a a. Um, pop quiznos this week and next week there will not be a show um and that is actually part of the reason why this show is running late this week um i will talk about richmond um when i come come back um for those of you who don't know beginning of the month um i had a family member pass uh and it's kind of been rough, you know, trying to, you know, just trying to take care of everything that I have going on in my life, and with this, it's it's a lot harder, so uh, being able to record on a regular schedule has become damn near impossible, and while I took one off while trying to, you know, after after this um, passing, uh, you know, we have, um, we are having a funeral um, next weekend, so I will actually, yeah, uh, it will be um, next to impossible to review any racing. So, any talk about uh, next week's races or Richmond or the IndyCar opener will have to wait uh, until I return. Um, so, we're probably not going to have a show or it's going to be extremely late like this week's show. Uh, so, I just want to put that out there for you who who are tuning in and expecting it on a certain day. Uh, as you know, I tr- I try to set up a, a designated time to record. Uh, it's been damn near impossible. And for those of you who um, 
We're still waiting for the Dale Earnhardt special with me in CKCC Radio founder Chris O'Mealy. Uh, I, I still want to do that. I know Chris still wants to do that. Unfortunately, just schedules have not lined up. Um, my apologies on that. I know he's got a little more clear schedule now um, because he does have a, a new um, a new career uh, that does allow him time uh, on certain days. It's just my my days and my work schedule fluctuate quite a bit. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, we are here to talk about Martinsville. Uh, we got some Martinsville news. We got some news uh, about uh, drivers who are making their cup debut at Talladega. We got um, IndyCar uh, kicks off this weekend uh, with um, at the Barber Motorsports Park in Alabama. And um, we have a prelim, preliminary, preliminary. Yeah, we we got we got a, a rough draft of who is going to be in what uh, throwbacks for Darlington because um, there were quite a bit uh, that it had been announced over the last week or two, and and I'll give my thoughts on those. Um, but first, let, I just want to talk real briefly about Martinsville, uh, which happened last weekend as we are heading into um, Richmond this weekend for the NASCAR guys and obviously Barber uh, Motorsports Park in Alabama for the IndyCar guys and gals. Um, but uh, Martinsville, we saw Martin Truex Jr., who they should just rename it. Martin Truex Juniorville um, pick up his second win of the season. Uh, he won earlier this year. Um, and he certainly had was one of the guys to be uh, gets it. He becomes the first driver to pick up uh, their second win of the season. But a lot of the talk at Martinsville was the Xfinity race. And that was won by Josh Berry. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Josh Berry is, he is a longtime late model driver um, for Junior Motorsports, uh, Dale Jr.'s late model team uh, that races all the real short, like five-eighths mile and quarter mile tracks um, in the southeast. Um, Josh who is on a part-time deal in the number eight uh, Chevy Camaro in the Xfinity Series for Junior Motorsports, kind of holding the seat steady until Sam Mayer, uh, another development driver with uh, Junior Motorsports, uh, turns 18 so he can run in that series. Uh, Mayer is currently running uh, the ARCA East and the... Uh, the NASCAR Truck Series. Uh, until then, uh, Josh Berry, in a big way, shows that he's a a young man who has been waiting for his big break in NASCAR. 
uh, to um, to really break through. And he uh, he's one of those guys who ran late models at Martinville and has quite a bit of experience on the track. Um, took home the the famed grandfather clock uh, that goes to the winner of the NASCAR races at Martinsville. Um, and that, that's, it's a big deal because this is a guy who really didn't have a whole lot of sponsorship coming in, um, had a, a, a deal with a company called Tire Pros, a tire company, um, but nothing really set in stone and um, was only guaranteed for a chunk of the season, nothing real major and turned a, a situation which could have been over rather quickly uh, into the, the ride of a lifetime and actually has proved that he does belong on the circuit. Uh, now where I said Mayor will be taking over that ride, Miguel Paluto uh, is scheduled to run the road courses uh, for the rest of the season as you know he was originally signed to uh, whether whether Barry will continue on with junior motorsports after that uh, after mayor turns 18 and takes over that ride whether they continue to run a second car or mayor runs our Barry I'm sorry uh, runs a um, a a uh, I don't want to say satellite team, but another Chevrolet team to compete for the playoffs. He's undetermined at this point, but this is a very big thing in his career. Uh, this is certainly one of those stories like Michael McDowell earlier um, in the cup season winning the Daytona 500. It was a driver that not a lot of people expected um, and certainly one of the feel-good stories. And we've had a couple this year, um, you know, Christopher Bell. McDowell, of course, um, Kyle Larson coming back uh, from his suspension to win earlier this year. I, they, these are these have been pretty big stories, and big feel-good stories. But I, I don't think anything outside of McDowell's win in the Daytona 500 is quite um, been as meaningful as this. Uh, so. But hats off to Josh Berry and that whole eight team. Uh, you know, anytime an Xfinity race gets more um, publicity in a good way and talked about more in a good way than the cup race, it, it's saying something. And and to, to have a, a, a young man like that dominate the headlines... That whole weekend, um, even after the cup race, it's huge. It's huge. Um, certainly put a a a, uh, a big uh, big eye on him on what you know his future can be. Um, speaking of junior motorsports, uh, it was out, and I think I touched on this uh, during the last podcast. And that was uh, the talk of junior motorsports possibly moving to Cup, and and the the thought behind this is um, in 2022 uh, next year we will be moving over to NASCAR will be moving over to the next gen car on the Cup side, um, which is supposed to be more cost effective, 
um, a, a total redesign of all the cars. Um, so the thought was by Dale Jr. and Kelly, if they could put together a deal where you can um, get in at the level, um, you know, why not? Because everybody's going to be starting with an even playing field. And, you know, it, the cost uh, would be there whether they were starting with the current car or with this next-gen car. Um, but he did say that, you know, while it is being talked about, that they have to address two things. The first is um, sponsorship. You know, obviously, you're going to need a sponsor and a driver. Um, and that's, that's a big key in any situation you know and uh, the other is a charter uh, a charter which will guarantee them into um, in for the entire season and splitting the purse more evenly compared to running as an open car uh, like what uh, some of these teams in particular Ryan Priest's uh, 37 team is doing uh, so, there's a lot of different aspects to that. Um, you know, do they buy a charter? Does another team, you know, sell them their charter? Or, or, or is this just wishful thinking, um, both by fans and by junior motorsports? Just an idea that's being kicked around. We, we won't know. Um, you know, obviously, nothing's set in stone and whether they will or they won't. So that's something to really, you know, it's just more speculation. Um, also, um, we have, um, we have, uh, wow. I'm trying to think of what, oh, we have two special announcements that were made um, just this past week. Um, with Talladega coming up, two drivers will be making their Cup Series debuts. Uh, the first is a longtime racer, and the other is a racer that is new to the national scene, a uh, rather young, talented, up-and-coming driver. Uh, the first is Harrison Burton, son of a uh, former driver and NBC <laughs> on NASCAR analyst uh, Jeff Burton and nephew of former Daytona 500 winner uh, Ward Burton, uh, Harrison will be running the number 96 Dex Imaging Toyota uh, Camry for uh, Gaunt Brothers Racing. Remember, this is the team that just missed out on the Daytona 500 with Ty Dillon. Um, Harrison will be making this, and, you know, it's, in Harrison's case, I, I think he's <coughs> a little too green to be going up to the cup at this level, uh, he's competed what is, this is his second season in the Xfinity Series, but, um, Harrison does have a lot of talent, um, uh, certainly has the pedigree, you know, with having, a father who is a multi multi race winner in the Cup Series, and an uncle which is also a multi race winner in the Cup Series, and a former Daytona 500 champion. 
and certainly has a, a cousin who is uh, certainly holding his own on, in the Xfinity side, uh, Jeb. So there's definitely pedigree and talent there. Um, you know, whether his youth is a little too young, because I believe Harrison's only 19 or 20. But we have that. And the other driver, which will be making their debut for Rick Ware Racing in the number 15 Chevrolet, will be Jennifer Jo Cobb. Long-time um, truck and Xfinity Series driver. Jennifer will be um, behind the wheel of the, Aero Plum, uh, the Arrowhead Plumbing uh, Chevrolet for RWR. And this is after Jennifer Joe, I believe, has set the record early this year or late last year as being the longest, the, the female with the most starts in the NASCAR truck series, um, more than Tammy Joe Kirk or Kelly Sutton or even Aaron Crocker. Um, while Jennifer Joe has run her team, um, pretty much on a shoestring budget with, um, you know, with a, you know, a, a family and a small crew. Uh, this is a big boost in her career as this is what she had been working for. Now, I know that there's a lot of opinions on Jennifer Joe. Some of them favorable, some of them not so favorable, um, by things in the past. I, I think this is a big shot in the arm, um. Because this woman has been racing on the national, the um, on the national stage, you know, whether it's the Xfinity or the trucks, for well over ten years, um, and to see her finally get this cup shot, it is um, certainly something. Um, and as of last check, I believe that there's enough entries where she will make the field and not have to worry about being bumped out, but that can change as we get closer to Talladega. Um, so we have all that. We have, like I said, IndyCar will be running this weekend in the um, Barber Motorsports Park, which means it will be the debut of uh, Roman Grosjean, uh, which will be driving a... Um, the number 15 Rick Ware, um, Dale Coyne, um, Honda making his debut. And the debut of this guy you may have heard of, if you follow NASCAR, uh, Jimmy Johnson. I think some people call him seven time. Uh, as the Cup Series multi-time champion will step in to, uh, to the IndyCar in Chip Ganassi's number 48 Carvana uh, Honda. So we will have all that. We'll talk about that more on um, later episodes. But uh, we did get some, also some news on um, Darlington throwbacks. Um, you know, Darlington is a little over a month away. Oh, a little less than a month away. I take it back. Um... As it, as it will run a more, uh, Mother's Day weekend. Um, and, uh, 
you know, not a whole lot of teams have announced. I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that um, with the throwback weekend being moved from uh, the Labor Day um, edition, which it had been uh, with the Southern 500 to this race, you know, it's given teams and sponsors a little, a little more um, urgency on putting something together early on. But here's just a list of what had already been announced. Some of these I may have gone over before, but um, here's what we have. On the cup side, we have Chase Elliott honoring Alan Kowicki with the number nine Hooters Chevrolet, um, which I, I find is very interesting in itself as uh, Chase's father, Bill, and Alan Kowicki battled down to the wire, down to the literal last lap in 1992 for the Winston Cup championship, uh, with Alan just beating out uh, Bill for the title. And this is a great way for Bill's son to honor the man that beat his father out for that title and never really had a chance to defend it as Alan was killed the next season in a plane crash. Uh, so I, I found this one very fitting uh, while... The, uh, the Hooters design has been done a couple of times already. I think that this is certainly one of the most fitting. Um, moving on, Joey Logano and Sheldon Penzoil are doing a throwback to a Mario Andretti Formula One car, which Mario became the last American to win in a... Uh, an F1 race, and this celebrates his uh, his first win, and a win with Ford uh, as the power plant of choice for Mario's run there. Uh, next is Josh Balicki and his longtime sponsor, Insurance King, doing a throwback to the late Lenny Pond, uh, a longtime independent on NASCAR's Cup Series circuit. Uh, Pond was known for having a bright yellow car adorned with the Burger King logo on the hood. And I, I think this is a great way to, to honor a, a, um, a independent driver, which he's not really known by many uh, current fans and um, you know, really wasn't. A household name, but a certain uh, a way to you know kind of honor not just Lenny but all the independents and drivers that have come before him. You know, you don't have to be a household name to be uh, honored as a throwback. So I, I really do appreciate Josh Balicki and Insurance King and Rick Ware Racing for that one. And uh, the final uh, car that's definitely been announced is Daniel Suarez with Trackhouse Racing doing a throwback to the original Camping World logos and to Red Farmer with the design of uh, one of Farmer's cars back in the day. Um, I think that this is a, uh, a it, it's a different design as it doesn't have the feel but I, I do appreciate the original Camping World logos and it certainly will stand out on the track. Um, on the Xfinity side uh, we have more throwbacks uh, that have been announced than the Cup. 
Uh, starting off, uh, we have two Junior Motorsports cars. Uh, first, the Justin Allgaier uh, number 7 Chevy will actually pay tribute to Junior Motorsport owner owners, I should say, uh, Kelly and Dale Jr. to their father's uh, 2000 um, Chevy Goodwrench Taz Monte Carlo uh, featuring the Good Humor Man uh, replacing the Tasmanian Devil on the car. It's certainly different. Um, I'm, I'm hot and cold on it, but I, I think it I think it would look better than the renderings that I've seen. <coughs> not that the renderings are bad, not that the idea is bad, but I think this is certainly something uh, quite a bit different. Uh, next is the Josh Berry Dale Jr. throwback. We talked about that on a previous episode. Uh, throws back to uh, the 2001 uh, Pepsi 400 race that <coughs> Junior ran with that all-star paint scheme, which he won, which was a big moment in the sport. Um, I'm sure if you're a NASCAR fan, you've definitely seen that car before. Uh, next is uh, Sam Hunt racing with Brandon Godovic. He will run a snap mobileshop.com a throwback honoring Kyle Petty in the 1997 Hot Wheels car. Uh, the Hot Wheels car, which was a big thing back in the day. Uh, certainly one of the fan favorites. Uh, so that was great to see. Uh, Tommy Joe Martins in the number 44 Capital City hauling Chevrolet does a throwback honoring Rich Bickle and his 1999 car uh, that uh, was numbered 45 in honor of the 1010-345 commercials that were on the air at the time. Uh, if you don't remember those, 1010-345 uh, was a company that helped you save on uh, long-distance calls. Um, they would cut the cost on that. Now, that was back in the day, uh, some of y'all kids probably don't remember those, but they, they would save you money. And this was when, before the before everybody had cell phones. So, uh, moving on, Big Machine Racing, uh, with their driver, Jade Buford, uh, does a throwback to Dan Gurney. Uh, the late Dan Gurney, one of the godfathers of American racing, uh, He's certain he may not be the household name that a Dale Earnhardt or a AJ Foy are or a Richard Petty, but without Dan Gurney, um, I don't think open wheel here in the U.S. would practically exist. Um, Buford is running a throwback to one of Dan Gurney's uh, Trans Am style paint schemes. Uh, very reminiscent of his Hot Wheels um, uh, trying to think of the car. Oh Camaro. His Camaro at the time. Uh, so that's a great one. And finally Ryan Ellis who was um, last year at this time was the PR director for Go Fast Motorsports. Uh, Ellis will be behind the wheel of the Number 99, um, CorvetteParts.net Chevrolet for um, Johnny Davis Racing. And we'll honor his 
grandfather and father <coughs> with a, a red and yellow car. Um, it really doesn't stand out much different than many of the other um, Johnny Davis cars. Uh, just the lettering and the numbers. It's not a whole lot, but, you know, I do appreciate the effort that he's trying to honor his parents. And on the NASCAR Camping World race, as yes, we will run all three series at the same track uh, for Throwback Weekend for the first time ever. Uh, well, the second time ever, I apologize. Um, I know we've talked about this one on a previous episode, but it's Austin Hill. Uh, doing a throwback to Mike Stefanik in one of his championship-winning uh, paint schemes from the Modified Series. Uh, reminds me a lot of uh, previous um, uh, Hattatory Racing um, schemes that they had used uh, with uh, Brett Moffitt and prior to that... Um, Ryan Truex, but now knowing the story of where this had come from, I, I'm really down with it. Um, as as longtime listeners of the show know, I was a big advocate of Mike Stefanik getting into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which he finally did this year, and I was super excited on that. Um, so I, I, I like this one, but I like... Um, an, Anoki, I always screw his name up. Anorki, Anoki Ataga, uh, doing a throwback of fellow Japanese countryman Kenji Mamoda's um, famous um, truck that he ran uh, for Randy McDonald back in 1995, uh, being the first Japanese driver. Uh, in that series, um, Ogata, what did I say before, Otaga? Ogata will be running the Kawaii Industrial uh, Toyota number 33 for Reum Racing. Uh, and I, I think this one is very faithful to the original, obviously, the connection with both drivers being of Japanese descent. Um, I, I, I like it. I appreciate it. And I'm certainly hoping for many more to come up over the next uh, few weeks uh, leading into the 500, or the, the 400, I should say. The race which has been officially announced with a sponsor as the Goodyear 400. Uh, very fitting for a, um, for a throwback race that the one of NASCAR's longest partners uh joins them in celebrating that so anyway um it has been a week it has been quite a week um and uh i i hope you all tune into richmond um and tune into the uh, the indycar race um i believe that's going to be on nbc or if you have the peacock app definitely check it out uh as the peacock app is certainly worth it and apparently that's where we are going to get a lot of IndyCar stuff this season. <coughs> so until next time, uh, I'm Matt Hardman, and I will see you at the track. Bye.